My last podcast was January 25th, and that was after scheduling out podcasts in advance. So honestly, I have not recorded myself podcasting or talking for probably about two months, almost maybe three months. And truth be told, it's because I was burnt out. I was fried. I was tired. And I kind of felt a little lost. I just, I got into this place where I spread myself so thin like butter. I didn't even really know what direction I wanted to go with my life in the sense of creating. And I wasn't taking the time, I guess, to renew my mind and just rest and allow myself to process. But I was just going, in a sense, kind of like a little bit on a train track of, nope, I this is what I've been doing. This is what I need to keep doing. If you change anything, if you do anything less, you're a failure. <laughs> but I am not a failure. I am a human being. I am not a machine, but a garden. Sometimes I need to be watered. Sometimes I need to be sowed in rest and I need sunlight and there's a harvest season there's a dry season there's sprouts and I'm human and I'm learning grace grace is what I'm learning with myself because I treat myself pretty pretty bop dibbity hard (laughs) and truth be told I kind of didn't really want to keep doing the podcast because I started getting almost on a little path that I didn't really want to get on with it. Um, And so I did. The past few months, I really have been asking myself, what do I want to create? And as a creative person, um, as an artist, I constantly have to ask myself that, especially the past three months as I've started to truly reflect on my life as I've gone through and started really healing from just childhood trauma And just the voices that I allowed inside my head to kind of morph into this fake inner voice um, that kind of started misguiding me. And I allowed that to happen with myself. And then I started beating myself up because I allowed that to happen rather than just peace. Um, (laughs) And I've had to learn to take that voice out and to just actually, I guess, not police myself on what I feel and what I'm thinking and just... Truly to sit still with myself again because I was. I was getting all over the place. For example, growing up, I used to be a very big blogger, okay? I was a blogging kid. I wrote blog posts every single week. Like, that was my voice and outlet going through high school. Out of high school, though, I kind of stopped blogging. And I kind of got burnt from it. But then I got back into it 2020 slash 2021. Um, and it was good, except come 2022, it was just really draining. And I was so drained from creativity that honestly, I stopped creating like all summer. And if you follow me on YouTube, you definitely noticed that because I wasn't making no videos and I haven't made no videos again recently. Um, but the thing is I was burnt out because I was trying to create stuff that I didn't want to create. Um, and I felt like I had to keep going with it. And if I gave up on it, then that was one more thing that I didn't succeed at and I was a failure. And then at the same token, I already, I also have this mindset like, oh, look, I have my own webpage, like destinyfang.com, like the blog post, like, woo, I got to keep this, you know, cause that makes me successful and that's professional. Granted, I haven't even touched like the website in like two and a half, three months. So no, um, <laughs> until the other day when somebody just kind of told me, what kind of cake are you baking? Um, And it was kind of talking in the concept of do one thing great 
or a bunch of things good. You know, you can either have a whole table of desserts that you're trying to bake all at once, you know, and you're baking cookies and you're baking a pie and you're baking a cake and brownies and you're trying to like measure all these ingredients out all at once and balance yourself and then get them all in the oven and it doesn't end up working out. You have a lot of <laughs> missed, mess, messed up desserts or you focus on one to two things. Okay, I'm going to make two different cookies right now because that's good. And then they become great because I mastered the recipe. Like I have a cookie recipe, raspberry jam cookies. I have literally mastered the heck out of those cookies. If you've ever eaten them, you'd be like, yeah, she definitely, she definitely has those cookies down. If you haven't, well, you need to come find me and eat some cookies with me. Um, <laughs> so I'm currently laughing. I got a kitty about a month ago. His name is Piper. And right now he has the zoomies and he's staring me down like he's about to attack me. So it's kind of scary. Um, But no, it was like, what kind of cake do I want to bake? And the thing is, I have been getting a lot of suggestions the past few years creatively from people. Oh, you should bake this type of cake and you should bake this. And it's stuff like a lemon meringue pie and it's like a chocolate German cake or a carrot cake. And I was like, I don't, I don't really want to bake that. You know, I don't really like shredding and grating carrots because I have a phobia of cheese graters. Uh, <laughs> and I'm okay not doing that. You know, maybe like a strawberry cake. Like that sounds pretty good. Oh, but you know, you probably won't be that good at strawberry cakes. And I'm listening to these people talk to me about the cake I want to bake and the sense of creativity. And I allowed myself to listen to those voices and put those voices inside my head. For example, I am a very public but private person. And I know that's like a paradox, but it's true. I am very publicly out there. If you Google my name, destinyfin.com, you're going to see, like not at destinyfin.com, but you look, you Google destinyfin, you're going to see destinyfin.com. You're going to see my Instagram, my Pinterest, my YouTube. You're going to see all my stuff come up. The book that I've written, Stillness in the Garden, that's on Amazon and other places, you're going to see it come up because I have deliberately done that so I'm easy to find. But I'm also a very private person as in I don't want to be found. <laughs> because I have stalkers. No, um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I, I like keeping my private life private. I don't have a couples who travel YouTube channel for a reason. I don't like sharing my public. I don't like making my relationship and my friendships public. Those are private things. I like to be protected. You know, I don't like posting about my sickness when I'm puking in the toilet and going paralyzed on YouTube for people to see. I'm not one of those influencers. Like that's not who I want to be. Like when I, when people hear the name Destiny Finn, that's not what I want to be known for. And so that was the question I really started asking myself is in the, in the words of creativity, what do I want to be known for? And my entire life, I have had a deep love for making short films, spoken word poetries, like speaking words with meaning. Like that has kind of been my thing, you know, with videos and I like writing books and I want to get into music. Like that's where I want to go. But I started listening to people tell me, oh, well, you're really good at creating and art pieces. Like you're really good at drawing. You should make money off of that. And by people, I really mean like my mother and close family and friends, especially my mother. And I love her to death, but she has a way of just destroying any prospects of just having a hobby in her children's lives. Um, and so growing up for me, I really did. I would get, I would love drawing. Drawing was an outlet. And then she was like, oh, you should make money with that. So then I stopped drawing. And I really liked photography. Photography is a hobby for me. I never want to get into photography. It's a full-on career path probably, unless it's something purely for me. Um, and that's not where I'm at right now. Yeah, it was like, oh, you're really good at that. You should make money with it. 
Stop doing photography. You know, oh, you're really good at blogging. You should make money with it. You should write blogs on how to travel. Or, oh, look at that, your van life. Like, you travel full time. Like, you're a nomad. You should make videos on making nomad. And I know she was doing it in a good sense of trying to help me. But in reality, I did not feel helped by that, but rather felt another basically F mark, you're a failure on my forehead because I was not making money with it. And I started killing off every single hobby I had because it didn't quote unquote make money. I couldn't just have a hobby to have a hobby. And that's honestly where I got even with film. It's why I stopped filming this past summer is because I just felt so defeated in my love for art. I felt so defeated in my love for creating because it wasn't just what I thought people wanted to see, you know, because it wasn't making money or it wasn't getting this type of views or this or that. And I just totally put myself down and beat myself up for having natural desires to, you know what, I want to make this kind of art because I listened to somebody tell me, oh, well, that's not going to make money. Spoken word poetry is an old thing of 2013. I don't care. That's what I enjoy. You know, the most emotion and the most life I feel is when I do poetry. Like, that is something that just brings forth in life in me, but I killed that off because, oh, it wasn't the trend. You know, example, going back to the van life thing. Okay, I've been van lifing now pretty much my entire life. Um, as soon as I graduated, I was back on the road. I had a bunch of people tell me, oh, you should become a van lifer, like YouTuber, like that's going to become, like it's getting popular, like that would be amazing. And I didn't want to do that because that's not me. Like, I don't want to tell you like, oh, look a day in the life of how I set up my tent and how I cook my food. And now I'm going to sit here and do yoga and make you feel like shit about your life as I continue on and with my amazing van life stories. But I'm not going to tell you the reality of bears chasing me in my sleep because I can hear them sleeping outside my tent. So now I'm having nightmares about it. And you know, the flies that swarm you in the stalls at national parks while you're trying to go to the bathroom i'm not gonna tell you about all the real stuff i'm just gonna make it look really cool to make you hate your life no um but in all honesty i did not want to post about that but i was kept getting pressured and pressured to finally you know it's 2021 2022 it's already kind of become popular with like the covid lockdowns and all that in the u.s and whatnot and i just kind of beat myself up like oh well look at that that's a missed opportunity because you didn't listen to people blah 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 but the thing is I had listened to myself in the beginning of, yeah, that's not what I want to create. But then I stopped listening to myself down the road and I started beating myself up because I didn't create it. And I allowed myself to get distracted on baking 12 different cakes rather than just focusing on what I truly wanted to create and what I was really great at creating. Um, And that was just really hard for me. And I kind of did go through some seasonal depression there. Just feeling a failure with everything, like to the point I didn't even want to pick up a camera. I didn't want to pick up a pencil. I didn't even want to record my voice because I'm like, oh, my voice sounds stupid. Nobody's gonna listen to me, and I have to. I have to be, you know, really like respectable with my reputation, and I have to be prim and proper with my words, and I have to feel like I have the right word to tell you. As in, I'm like this some wise guru about life, and this is how you can change your life, rather than just being me. (laughs) And that's who I'm gonna be. And I have a lot of dry humor. I I have a lot of stand-up comedy skits in my head that often go on. And I make people chuckle when I actually just talk as Destiny Finn, not as the Destiny Finn that I feel like I should be portrayed because, you know, God forbid I crack a smile and act less than perfect. What are you doing, little man? Hey. Sorry, my cat is about to break stuff and I have to get this work bottle. Um, But no. Going back to what I was saying is get great at baking one cake. And for me, like I said, I was 
I've been done with blogging now for a while. I feel drained just thinking about it, just thinking about the site. It's like, oh yeah, I haven't written a blog post in probably like six months, but I have to keep it because if I drop it, I'm a failure. And I don't know if anybody's even going to listen to this, but if you are listening to these rambles, I want to tell you this right now, just because you change your path and you realign your direction that you're going and you fix your adjustment does not make you a failure. Just because blogging was great for you for one season and maybe it was, maybe it was phenomenal for you as an outlet to clear your head in high school does not mean it has to keep going on now throughout your adulthood years. You can find a different outlet for that creativity and that does not make you any less of a failure, but why should you keep doing something that is just draining you and that you have no love to do? Why would you spend your life doing that? Why would you continue to waste your energy doing that? And as I've started to truly understand and rediscover who I am, I'm finding a lot of new interests that are my creativity that I didn't really have access to back in the day slash were just draining for me back in the day. Um, for example, interior design. I love interior design. I loved remodeling stuff. I love hanging up and decorating and bringing a vision together. I've actually been remodeling my house recently and it's turning out totally cute. Growing up, my house was always cre- chaotically creative. Um, There was just stuff shoved everywhere, creative colors just thrown up here and there. And it was like a nightmare for me. It was very overstimulating and overwhelming. Um, And I felt very haphazard with my room always because it was always being moved around. So I was never really in one bedroom um, because we also moved around a lot. And so I really hated any time I'd hear the words of, oh, I got another project for us to do because that meant we were just going to get put into child labor, moving around the basement for the 12th time that month. Um, (laughs) But as I've gotten out and as I've been able to get back into my interior design loves, and I even see it throughout my childhood because when I wasn't doing that and I had Legos up to me, I was building houses and I was designing those rooms very creatively. And so now as an adult, I'm able to get back into interior design. I'm like, huh. That's really cool, but I don't need to turn that into a hustle side money project. I'm not saying I might not because I really love doing it, but I don't need to. And I'm learning to have a grace card of, you know what? I don't need to make videos just because they're trending right now or because they might make me money. Like that's not the point of life. The point of life is not to make a buck. The point of life is to live it and to love it and to enjoy it. It's to have community and compassion and sincerity with people. And that right there is the word that I want people to remember me by. Not just with my creativity, but with myself, when people hear the word Destiny Finn, when they know me and they're like, oh, so what do you think about Destiny Finn? I want people to say that I was sincere. I want people to say, yeah, she was an honest force of nature. <laughs> she was sincere in her words, in her action, in her art. She wasn't just following the trends, but she was truly just creating from the flows that she had inside of her, from her life experiences, from her own stories, from the stories that the Lord has placed her on in those paths with people. Because you, you are unique. There is nobody that's ever been created like you and there will be nobody ever created like you. And your stories are unique. Your pain is unique. Your trauma is unique. And your healing is unique. Okay, you are your own beautiful plant. You're not a machine that's just being popped out. Okay, Ford F-150, Ford F-150, Ford F-150. You don't have 12 models of the same car. There's one of you. Okay, just because you have a dozen roses in your head, every one of those roses looks slightly different. And that's because you are your own unique person. And your own cake, your own secret recipe is going to be deliciously brought to and by you. 
So what kind of cake do you want to bake? What do you want to create for your life? What do you want to do for your life? And don't focus on the baker next to you. Okay, don't focus on the guy that's making like 12 cakes at once and he's doing like these three-tier towers and he has like a thousand subscribers on like TikTok, a million subscribers on YouTube, like all these different things. Focus on you. Just because you only have 100 people following you on Instagram does not make you any less valuable than the person next to you. And I think that's the dystopia of social media and the dystopia of the internet is we kind of have this view that like, oh, that person's more meaningful than me because they have more followers. Seriously? Like, you guys are both human. Like, you are human. Like, you are priceless. You are worthy of creating. You should not take yourself out of the game of creating because you love to create out of the thoughts of, well, it probably won't get that many likes. And that's also the dystopia of social media is we have people being like, oh, well, I don't get that many views, 15 views on their videos. Yeah, yeah, that might not be a lot compared to the next person. But if you had 15 people show up to your house to watch a movie that you made, you would be bashful in the face. I can guarantee it. Because I know personally, I've created two documentaries and hopefully I'm going to create more because I love creating documentaries. And I've had shows, showings of it where like some family friends all came over and they were people that I know, not even just random strangers on the internet. It was literally like seven people just for like a house dinner party. And I was so red in the face at the thought of somebody liking my video of them being like, oh, wow, that was so good. Like they were so baffled and astounded by that video. And I'm just like, wow. And now 250 some people have seen it. 250 some people I will probably never meet in my entire life. And they like the video. So why are we dismissing our creativity? Because guess what? That video, my worth did not change about that video just because it had one view or it had 250 views. I'm still worthy. I I still have a meaningful life. I still have a cake worth baking and worth eating, whether or not I eat it by myself and I enjoy it out in a garden on a sunny day with my closest family and friends, or I enjoy it with a million people on social media. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. And that's another thing that I really started to hate with film because when I started filming, social media was just like, Instagram was just being released. And so it was more of just a picture app, you know, like dorky pictures of your friends. It was no videos, this, that, the other. And when I started filming, yes, YouTube was a thing, but I wasn't really doing YouTube at that. It was more just making videos and doing um, the weekly reports at my school and making school videos and stuff like that for my broadcasting class. And I really enjoyed it, you know, and then Musical.ly came out. And I really enjoyed just making stupid videos on that with my friends. Um, But then I stopped and I just kind of started getting more and more into like my actual videos. But then these reels and TikTok and all this other stuff has started coming around. And I just started hating me making videos because like, oh, everybody's doing that now. So what? I still love making videos for me. You know, and just because the next person's getting into that hobby too doesn't make it any less meaningful to me. doesn't mean it gives me any less life. And I think that's another thing is we live in a society that's always trying to jump on the newest trend and get on the newest thing to be the next big thing. And we forgot in what it's like just to be us, of what it's like just to enjoy the company of ourselves and the company of our family and friends that are there with us every day in person. But because we care more about the likes of strangers on social media. Um, and, and I think we really just need to realign and refocus on what it means to have true connection and true community with those around us. You know, like when I hang out with my friends, I don't really take pictures with them anymore because, and if I do, I'm not posting on social media because I don't need to prove to the world that I have friends. 
You know, my most deep and meaningful relationships, you probably will never even know that they exist because those people are just so special to me that I don't need to, I guess, exploit them for clickbait, like material, you know, like that is something I don't need to justify or try to like value those relationships based on the likes I get, but rather the meaning that I feel after them, like the anxiety that just gets plucked out of my heart from the laughter that I share with them. And I'm learning more and more that my love for creating is truly just what I want to create. And just because somebody once told me, oh, well, you should do this to make money or you're not going to make money doing that doesn't mean they know everything, especially when they don't even make videos themselves. They've never even picked up a camera. And that's another thing. We got to stop listening to people that don't know what they're talking about. You know, why would you listen to somebody on how to bake a cake? Oh, hey, you should, you know, do this more that if they've never baked a cake. Like, that's just insane. Like, do you go ask a painter how to fix a car? No. Do you ask a hockey player how to play basketball? No. So why do we allow ourselves to be diminished and put down and undervalued by voices of people that don't really necessarily have your best interests at hand of, hey, I know what I'm talking about here. Let me help you. And it's just nice ideas because um, advice that's unsolicited is just criticism. Okay, unless you asked for that, I'm about to, I'm going to flat out put that on a soapbox and say it's criticism. Because you know what? Why aren't you making money with all your side hobbies? Okay, yeah, because you don't need to. So stop telling me what I need to do and start focusing on what you need to do. I'm surviving. I have a pretty damn good life. If I never make money at all with my videos, at all with my creativity, I've learned this past year, the past eight, nine months of my life, that's okay. And I had gotten away from just creating to create because I was so focused on, I got to get the thousand subscribers. I got to make money with this or I'm not going to be successful. And I think I got to stop aiming for success and start aiming back towards significance. I don't want my life to be successful. I want it to be significant because everyone's version of success is different. And when you start looking at your life in a value and through the lens of significance, you'll realize that your life is already pretty successful, especially if you have it meaningful and significant. You know, having a loving family, having a home that's calm, having friends and hobbies and the ability to go out and get food when you want, that's successful, you know, and to one person having a baby significant and successful to them, the next person paying off their student loans, successful, the next person getting a job, successful. So when we put unrealistic expectations on, oh, I need to have this, this, that, the other, what happens if you never get it? You're going to live a very unsuccessful, unsatisfied life. But if you start looking at your life through the lens of significance of finding joy in every single day and being thankful with what you have and continue to step forward into a new step, you'll find that you are successful because every day you're working towards that vision that you have, that you've been given. And so as I sit here today in my home that's been newly remodeled with a cat that's staring me down because I think he wants to play, um, I'm thankful and I'm creating And I'm learning to listen to my body on when it needs rest and to not push it forward like a racehorse of a mechanic, but to truly listen to it and just to love it and to let it breathe. And I think I'm going to revamp this podcast. I'm not going to set days of, oh, I'm only posting on Wednesday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or every day during the week like I was. And it's going to probably be more of just a ramble of my adventure, you know, the journey that I'm on, because that's what the adventure between us means. It means the adventure between us, me, myself, and I, 
and all of you who might be coming along for the journey, and maybe you're on this journey for an episode, maybe you're on it for a season, maybe you're on it for a lifetime. But my journey doesn't become any less valuable whether or not somebody listens to it and whether or not it's a structured podcast or it's just purely unplanned rambles that end up having a deep conversation. And maybe that's what people need to hear is the deep rambles of an overly caffeinated extroverted introvert who loves cats and art and coffee and traveling and she loves dried flowers and kombucha and she loves doodling flowers in the corner of her pages and she just likes talking about real life things and every time she starts getting on a deep conversation she doesn't record it and then she's like "Hmm, that would have been a good podcast maybe that's what people need to hear maybe for me this podcast is just supposed to be an outlet of my thoughts it's supposed to be a digital diary And if that's what it is, then that's what it is. And it doesn't make it any less valuable. I just want to make sure that whatever I do, I give glory back to God and that I'm sincere in all my dues. So yeah, this is entry Genesis for Destiny Finn. Thank you so much for listening. My last podcast was January 25th, and that was after scheduling out podcasts in advance. So honestly, I have not recorded myself podcasting or talking for probably about two months, almost maybe three months. And truth be told, it's because I was burnt out. I was fried. I was tired, and I kind of felt a little lost. I just, I got into this place where I spread myself so thin like butter, I didn't even really know what direction I wanted to go with my life in the sense of creating. And I wasn't taking the time, I guess, to renew my mind and just rest and allow myself to process. But I was just going, in a sense, kind of like a little bit on a train track of, nope, I this is what I've been doing, this is what I need to keep doing. If you change anything, if you do anything less, you're a failure. <laughs> But I am not a failure. I am a human being. I am not a machine, but a garden. Sometimes I need to be watered. Sometimes I need to be sowed and rest and I need sunlight. And there's a harvest season. There's a dry season. There's sprouts and I'm human. And I'm learning grace. Grace is what I'm learning with myself because I treat myself pretty pretty bop-dibbity hard. (laughs) And truth be told, I kind of didn't really want to keep doing the podcast because I started getting almost on a little path that I didn't really want to get on with it. Um, And so I did. The past few months, I really have been asking myself, what do I want to create? And as a creative person, um, as an artist, I constantly have to ask myself that, especially the past three months as I've started to truly reflect on my life as I've gone through and started really healing from just childhood trauma and just the voices that I allowed inside my head to kind of morph into this fake inner voice um, that kind of started misguiding me and I allowed that to happen with myself and then I started beating myself up because I allowed that to happen rather than just peace. Um... (laughs) And I've had to learn to take that voice out and to just actually, I guess, not police myself on what I feel and what I'm thinking and just truly to sit still with myself again because I was, I was getting all over the place. For example, 
Growing up, I used to be a very big blogger, okay? I was a blogging kid. I wrote blog posts every single week. Like, that was my voice and outlet going through high school. Out of high school, though, I kind of stopped blogging. And I kind of got burnt from it. But then I got back into it 2020 slash 2021. Um, and it was good, except come 2022, it was just really draining. And I was so drained from creativity that honestly, I stopped creating like all summer. And if you follow me on YouTube, you definitely noticed that because I wasn't making no videos and I haven't made no videos again recently. Um, but the thing is, I was burnt out because I was trying to create stuff that I didn't want to create. Um, and I felt like I had to keep going with it. And if I gave up on it, then that was one more thing that I didn't succeed at. And I was a failure. And then at the same token, I already, I also have this mindset like, oh, look, I have my own webpage, like destinyfang.com. I got the blog post, like, woo, I got to keep this, you know, cause that makes me successful and that's professional. Granted, I haven't even touched like the website in like two and a half, three months. So no, um, <laughs> until the other day when somebody just kind of told me, what kind of cake are you baking? Um, and it was kind of talking in the concept of do one thing great or a bunch of things good. You know, you can either have a whole table of desserts that you're trying to bake all at once, you know, and you're baking cookies and you're baking a pie and you're baking a cake and brownies and you're trying to like measure all these ingredients out all at once and balance yourself and then get them all in the oven and it doesn't end up working out. You have a lot of <laughs> missed, mess, messed up desserts or you focus on one to two things. Okay, I'm going to make two different cookies right now because that's good. And then they become great because I mastered the recipe. Like I have a cookie recipe, raspberry jam cookies. I have literally mastered the heck out of those cookies. If you've ever eaten them, you'd be like, yeah, she definitely, she definitely has those cookies down. If you haven't, well, you need to come find me and eat some cookies with me. Um, <laughs> so I'm currently laughing. I got a kitty about a month ago. His name is Piper. And right now he has the zoomies and he's staring me down like he's about to attack me. So it's kind of scary. Um, but no, it was like, what kind of cake do I want to bake? And the thing is, I have been getting a lot of suggestions the past few years creatively from people. Oh, you should bake this type of cake and you should bake this. And it's stuff like a lemon meringue pie and it's like a chocolate German cake or a carrot cake. And I was like, I don't, I don't really want to bake that. You know, I don't really like shredding and grating carrots because I have a phobia of cheese graters. Uh, <laughs> and I'm okay not doing that. You know, maybe like a strawberry cake. Like that sounds pretty good. Oh, but you know, you probably won't be that good at strawberry cakes. And I'm listening to these people talk to me about the cake I want to bake and the sense of creativity. And I allowed myself to listen to those voices and put those voices inside my head. For example, I am a very public but private person. And I know that's like a paradox, but it's true. I am very publicly out there. If you Google my name, destinyfin.com, you're going to see, like not at destinyfin.com, but you look, you Google destinyfin, you're going to see destinyfin.com. You're going to see my Instagram, my Pinterest, my YouTube. You're going to see all my stuff come up. The book that I've written, Stillness in the Garden, that's on Amazon and other places. You're going to see it come up because I have deliberately done that. So I'm easy to find, but I'm also a very private person as in I don't want to be found. <laughs> because I have stalkers. No, um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I, I like keeping my private life private. I don't have a 
couples who travel YouTube channel for a reason. I don't like sharing my public. I don't like making my relationship and my friendships public. Those are private things. I like to be protected. You know, I don't like posting about my sickness when I'm puking in the toilet and going paralyzed on YouTube for people to see. I'm not one of those influencers. Like, that's not who I want to be. Like, when I, when people hear the name Destiny Finn, that's not what I want to be known for. And so that was the question I really started asking myself is in the, in the words of creativity, what do I want to be known for? And my entire life, I have had a deep love for making short films, spoken word poetries, like speaking words with meaning. Like that has kind of been my thing, you know, with videos and I like writing books and I want to get into music. Like that's where I want to go. But I started listening to people tell me, oh, well, you're really good at creating and art pieces. Like you're really good at drawing. You should make money off of that. And by people, I really mean like my mother and close family and friends, especially my mother. And I love her to death, but she has a way of just destroying any prospects of just having a hobby in her children's lives. Um, and so growing up for me, I really did. I would get, I would love drawing. Drawing was an outlet. And then she was like, oh, you should make money with that. So then I stopped drawing. And I really liked photography. Photography is a hobby for me. I never want to get into photography. It's a full-on career path probably, unless it's something purely for me. Um, and that's not where I'm at right now. Yeah, it was like, oh, you're really good at that. You should make money with it. Stop doing photography. You know, oh, you're really good at blogging. You should make money with it. You should write blogs on how to travel. Or, oh, look at that, your van life. Like, you travel full time. Like, you're a nomad. You should make videos on making nomad. And I know she was doing it in a good sense of trying to help me. But in reality, I did not feel helped by that, but rather felt another basically F mark, you're a failure on my forehead because I was not making money with it. And I started killing off every single hobby I had because it didn't quote unquote make money. I couldn't just have a hobby to have a hobby. And that's honestly where I got even with film. It's why I stopped filming this past summer is because I just felt so defeated in my love for art. I felt so defeated in my love for creating because it wasn't just what I thought people wanted to see, you know, because it wasn't making money or it wasn't getting this type of views or this or that. And I just totally put myself down and beat myself up for having natural desires to, you know what, I want to make this kind of art. Because I listened to somebody tell me, oh, well, that's not going to make money. Spoken word poetry is an old thing of 2013. I don't care. That's what I enjoy. You know, the most emotion and the most life I feel is when I do poetry. Like, that is something that just brings forth in life in me, but I had killed that off because, oh, it wasn't the trend. You know, example, going back to the van life thing. Okay, I have been van lifing now pretty much my entire life. Um, as soon as I graduate, I was back on the road. I had a bunch of people tell me, oh, you should become a van lifer, like YouTuber, like that's going to become, like it's getting popular, like that would be amazing. And I didn't want to do that because that's not me. Like, I don't want to tell you like, oh, look a day in the life of how I set up my tent and how I cook my food. And now I'm going to sit here and do yoga and make you feel like shit about your life as I continue on and with my amazing van life stories. But I'm not going to tell you the reality of bears chasing me in my sleep because I can hear them sleeping outside my tent. So now I'm having nightmares about it. And you know, the flies that swarm you in the stalls at national parks while you're trying to go to the bathroom i'm not gonna tell you about all the real stuff i'm just gonna make it look really cool to make you hate your life no um but in all honesty i did not want to post about that but i was kept getting pressured and pressured to finally you know it's 2021 2022 it's already kind of become popular with like the covid lockdowns and all that in the u.s and whatnot and i just kind of beat myself up like oh well look at that that's a missed opportunity because you didn't listen to people blah 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 but the thing is I had listened to myself in the beginning of, yeah, that's not what I want to create. But then I stopped listening to myself down the road and I started beating myself up because I didn't create it. 
and I allowed myself to get distracted on baking 12 different cakes rather than just focusing on what I truly wanted to create and what I was really great at creating. Um, and that was just really hard for me. And I kind of did go some, through some seasonal depression there, just feeling a failure with everything, like to the point I didn't even want to pick up a camera. I didn't want to pick up a pencil. I didn't even want to record my voice because I'm like, oh, my voice sounds stupid. Nobody's going to listen to me. And I have to, I have to be, you know, really like respectable with my reputation and I have to be prim and proper with my words. And I have to feel like I have the right word to tell you as in I'm like this, some wise guru about life. And this is how you can change your life rather than just being me. <laughs> And that's who I'm going to be. And I have a lot of dry humor. I I have a lot of stand-up comedy skits in my head that often go on. And I make people chuckle when I actually just talk as Destiny Finn, not as the Destiny Finn that I feel like I should be portrayed because, you know, God forbid I crack a smile and act less than perfect. What are you doing, little man? Hey. Sorry, my cat is about to break stuff and I have to get the squirt bottle. Um... But no, going back to what I was saying is get great at baking one cake. And for me, like I said, I was, I, I've been done with blogging now for a while. I feel drained just thinking about it, just thinking about the site. It's like, oh yeah, I haven't written a blog post in probably like six months, but I have to keep it because if I drop it, I'm a failure. And I don't know if anybody's even going to listen to this, but if you are listening to these rambles, I want to tell you this right now. Just because you change your path and you realign your direction that you're going and you fix your adjustment does not make you a failure. Just because blogging was great for you for one season and maybe it was, maybe it was phenomenal for you as an outlet to clear your head in high school does not mean it has to keep going on now throughout your adulthood years. You can find a different outlet for that creativity and that does not make you any less of a failure. But why should you keep doing something that is just draining you and that you have no love to do? Why would you spend your life doing that? Why would you continue to waste your energy doing that? And as I've started to truly understand and rediscover who I am, I'm finding a lot of new interests that are my creativity that I didn't really have access to back in the day slash were just draining for me back in the day. Um, for example, interior design. I love interior design. I love remodeling stuff. I love hanging up and decorating and bringing a vision together. I've actually been remodeling my house recently and it's turning out totally cute. Growing up, my house was always cre- chaotically creative. Um, there was just stuff shoved everywhere, creative colors just thrown up here and there. And it was like a nightmare for me. It was very overstimulating and overwhelming. Um, and I felt very haphazard with my room always because it was always being moved around. So I was never really in one bedroom um, because we also moved around a lot. And so I really hated any time I'd hear the words of, oh, I got another project for us to do. Because that meant we were just going to get put into child labor, moving around the basement for the 12th time that month. Um <laughs> But as I've gotten out and as I've been able to get back into my interior design loves and I even see it throughout my childhood because when I wasn't doing that and I had Legos up to me, I was building houses and I was designing those rooms very creatively. And so now as an adult, I'm able to get back into interior design. And I'm like, huh, that's really cool. But I don't need to turn that into a hustle side money project. I'm not saying I might not because I really love doing it, but I don't need to. And I'm learning to have a grace card of, you know what? I don't need to make videos just because they're trending right now or because they might make me money. Like, that's not the point of life. The point of life is not to make a buck. 
The point of life is to live it and to love it and to enjoy it. It's to have community and compassion and sincerity with people. And that right there is the word that I want people to remember me by. Not just with my creativity, but with myself. When people hear the word Destiny Finn, when they know me and they're like, oh, so what do you think about Destiny Finn? I want people to say that I was sincere. I want people to say, yeah, she was an honest force of nature. (laughs) She was sincere in her words, in her action, in her art. She wasn't just following the trends, but she was truly just creating from the flows that she had inside of her, from her life experiences, from her own stories, from the stories that the Lord has placed her on in those paths with people. Because you, you are unique. There is nobody that's ever been created like you and there will be nobody ever created like you. And your stories are unique. Your pain is unique. Your trauma is unique. And your healing is unique. Okay, you are your own beautiful plant. You're not a machine that's just being popped out. Okay, Ford F-150, Ford F-150, Ford F-150. You don't have 12 models of the same car. There's one of you. Okay, just because you have a dozen roses in your head, every one of those roses looks slightly different. And that's because you are your own unique person. And your own cake, your own secret recipe is gonna be deliciously brought to and by you. So what kind of cake do you want to bake? What do you want to create for your life? What do you want to do for your life? And don't focus on the baker next to you. Okay, don't focus on the guy that's making like 12 cakes at once and he's doing like these three-tier towers and he has like a thousand subscribers on like TikTok, a million subscribers on YouTube, like all these different things. Focus on you. Just because you only have 100 people following you on Instagram does not make you any less valuable than the person next to you. And I think that's the dystopia of social media and the dystopia of the internet is we kind of have this view that like, oh, that person's more meaningful than me because they have more followers. Seriously? Like, you guys are both human. Like, you are human. Like, you are priceless. You are worthy of creating. You should not take yourself out of the game of creating because you love to create out of the thoughts of, well, it probably won't get that many likes. And that's also the dystopia of social media is we have people being like, oh, well, I don't get that many views, 15 views on their videos. Yeah, yeah, that might not be a lot compared to the next person. But if you had 15 people show up to your house to watch a movie that you made, you would be bashful in the face. I can guarantee it. Because I know personally, I've created two documentaries and hopefully I'm going to create more because I love creating documentaries. And I've had shows, showings of it where like some family friends all came over and they were people that I know, not even just random strangers on the internet. It was literally like seven people just for like a house dinner party. And I was so red in the face at the thought of somebody liking my video of them being like, oh, wow, that was so good. Like they were so baffled and astounded by that video. And I'm just like, wow. And now 250 some people have seen it. 250 some people I will probably never meet in my entire life. And they like the video. So why are we dismissing our creativity? Because guess what? That video, my worth did not change about that video just because it had one view or it had 250 views. I'm still worthy. I I still have a meaningful life. I still have a cake worth baking and worth eating, whether or not I eat it by myself and I enjoy it out in a garden on a sunny day with my closest family and friends, or I enjoy it with a million people on social media. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. And that's another thing that I really started to hate with film because when I started filming, social media was just like, Instagram was just being released. And so it was more of just a picture app, you know, like dorky pictures of your friends. It was no videos, this, that, the other. 
And when I started filming, yes, YouTube was a thing, but I wasn't really doing YouTube at that. It was more just making videos and doing um, the weekly reports at my school and making school videos and stuff like that for my broadcasting class. And I really enjoyed it, you know, and then Musical.ly came out. And I really enjoyed just making stupid videos on that with my friends. Um, But then I stopped and I just kind of started getting more and more into like my actual videos. But then these reels and TikTok and all this other stuff has started coming around. And I just started hating me making videos because like, oh, everybody's doing that now. So what? I still love making videos for me. You know, and just because the next person's getting into that hobby too doesn't make it any less meaningful to me. doesn't mean it gives me any less life. And I think that's another thing is we live in a society that's always trying to jump on the newest trend and get on the newest thing to be the next big thing. And we forgot in what it's like just to be us, of what it's like just to enjoy the company of ourselves and the company of our family and friends that are there with us every day in person. But because we, we care more about the likes of strangers on social media. Um, and, and I think we really just need to realign and refocus on what it means to have true connection and true community with those around us. You know, like when I hang out with my friends, I don't really take pictures with them anymore because, and if I do, I'm not posting on social media because I don't need to prove to the world that I have friends. You know, my most deep and meaningful relationships, you probably will never even know that they exist because those people are just so special to me that I don't need to, I guess, exploit them for clickbait, like material, you know, like that is something I don't need to justify or try to like value those relationships based on the likes I get, but rather the meaning that I feel after them, like the anxiety that just gets plucked out of my heart from the laughter that I share with them. And I'm learning more and more that my love for creating is truly just what I want to create. And just because somebody once told me, oh, well, you should do this to make money or you're not going to make money doing that doesn't mean they know everything, especially when they don't even make videos themselves. They've never even picked up a camera. And that's another thing. We got to stop listening to people that don't know what they're talking about. You know, why would you listen to somebody on how to bake a cake? Oh, hey, you should, you know, do this more that if they've never baked a cake. Like, that's just insane. Like, do you go ask a painter how to fix a car? No. Do you ask a hockey player how to play basketball? No. So why do we allow ourselves to be diminished and put down and undervalued by voices of people that don't really necessarily have your best interests at hand of, hey, I know what I'm talking about here. Let me help you. And it's just nice ideas because um, advice that's unsolicited is just criticism. Okay, unless you ask for that, I'm about to, I'm going to flat out put that on a soapbox and say it's criticism. Because you know what? Why aren't you making money with all your side hobbies? Okay? Yeah, because you don't need to. So stop telling me what I need to do and start focusing on what you need to do. I'm surviving. I have a pretty damn good life. If I never make money at all with my videos, at all with my creativity, I've learned this past year, the past eight, nine months of my life, that's okay. And I had gotten away from just creating to create because I was so focused on, I got to get the thousand subscribers. I got to make money with this or I'm not going to be successful. And I think I got to stop aiming for success and start aiming back towards significance. I don't want my life to be successful. I want it to be significant because everyone's version of success is different. And when you start looking at your life in a value and through the lens of significance, you'll realize that your life is already pretty successful, especially if you have it meaningful and significant.
You know, having a loving family, having a home that's calm, having friends and hobbies and the ability to go out and get food when you want, that's successful. You know, and to one person, having a baby is significant and successful to them. The next person paying off their student loans, successful. The next person getting a job, successful. So when we put unrealistic expectations on, oh, I need to have this, this, that, the other. What happens if you never get it? You're going to live a very unsuccessful, unsatisfied life. But if you start looking at your life through the lens of significance of finding joy in every single day and being thankful with what you have and continue to step forward into a new step, you'll find that you are successful because every day you're working towards that vision that you have, that you've been given. And so as I sit here today in my home that's been newly remodeled, with a cat that's staring me down because I think he wants to play. Um, I'm thankful. And I'm creating. And I'm learning to listen to my body on when it needs rest. And to not push it forward like a racehorse of a mechanic. But to truly listen to it and just to love it. And to let it breathe. And I think I'm going to can revamp this podcast. I'm not going to set days of, oh, I'm only posting on Wednesday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Or every day during the week like I was. And it's going to probably be more of just a ramble of my adventure, you know, the journey that I'm on, because that's what the adventure between us means. It means the adventure between us, me, myself and I, and all of you who might be coming along for the journey. And maybe you're on this journey for an episode. Maybe you're on it for a season. Maybe you're on it for a lifetime. But my journey doesn't become any less valuable, whether or not somebody listens to it and whether or not it's a structured podcast or it's just purely unplanned rambles that end up having a deep conversation and maybe that's what people need to hear is the deep rambles of an overly caffeinated extroverted introvert who loves cats and art and coffee and traveling and she loves dried flowers and kombucha and she loves doodling flowers in the corner of her pages and she just likes talking about real life things. And every time she starts getting on a deep conversation, she doesn't record it. And then she's like, hmm, that would have been a good podcast. And maybe that's what people need to hear. Maybe for me, this podcast is just supposed to be an outlet of my thoughts. It's supposed to be a digital diary. And if that's what it is, then that's what it is. And it doesn't make it any less valuable. I just want to make sure that whatever I do, I give glory back to God. And that I'm sincere in all my dues. So yeah. This is entry genesis for Destiny Finn. Thank you so much for listening.